Chapter 1 Where Will All the Insane Indians Go? Patients Frank Bear, a Navajo, and William Abdullena, a Shoshone, faced off in the narrow hallway. They were nearly alone, for their attendant had locked the ward so he could leave the building. Bear hadn't been out much lately. Until a few days earlier, he had been weak and needed rest, and attendants had conveniently padlocked him in his room. The newly released Bear may have been excited or just in a bad temper, or perhaps he said something to offend Abdulena. Perhaps it was the other way around. It was the end of September and quite cold, but the rooms and hallway were stuffy as always. No one saw what happened next, but the two men fought until their noisy thrashing sent another patient scurrying outside to report the brawl. Frank Bear's taste of freedom ended badly. When attendant E.B. Colby returned to the locked ward, Bear's eyeball was lying on the floor. There is no record of an investigation, though the asylum superintendent did report that both men were doing as well as could be expected. While patients didn't routinely lose their eyeballs, the locked ward and lack of supervised care present a good snapshot of life at the Canton Asylum for Insane Indians. The asylum began as a simple pork barrel project that later took on a life of its own and ultimately died as an embarrassment to the U.S. government. Along the way, it highlighted the worst aspects of mental health care and the relationship between the U.S. government and Native American interests during the early part of the 20th century.